the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Opinions expressed in the following program may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. Keep on trying till Life in Colorado. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Maria Oliver. This week, we are going to get to do one of my most favorite things, which is spotlight, highlight, showcase, however you want to put it, a Coloradan. She is amazing. She is strength. She is beauty. And and I got a a call, actually, that kind of linked me up with her from this nice man named John. And her name is Meredith Brannon. And she is in the final six to be considered to be one of Ford NFL's Hall of Fans. Uh, Top three get to go to the Super Bowl. Number one gets placed in the Hall of Fame. Now, she is a Broncos fan through and through. I promise you, if you cut her, she would bleed orange and blue. I promise you. Um, Richard, are you a big Broncos fan? I wouldn't say a big Broncos fan. I do, you know, I do follow them with interest. Uh, I'm not, you know, a radical fan, though. <laughs> but I remember the when I first moved here uh, was when the Broncos won the Super Bowl for the first time and the excitement in the city. It was electric. Uh I was with a group of friends, and we were watching the the game on television. And I remember going outside this person's house because we heard cars honking on the street <laughs> and people yelling and and celebrating. It was it was something I've never quite experienced anything quite like that before. I mean, but it was there was a there was an electric atmosphere in the city after that. Yeah, I, football actually in sports in general, but to me mainly football seems to have a, a bringing together of community. My, my football experience is more college-related. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, my roommates were football players, so I, I got to see how hard they practiced. I got to see their injuries. I got to see all the pain that they went through just to give us that spotlight on Saturday night when we all just shined. Um, my senior year actually was, uh, I was at the Washington State University. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Leaf took us all the way to the Rose Bowl, and it, it was electrifying. I have a tattoo on my body because of that, <laughs> just to let you know how much the, the football spirit meant to me. And Meredith, speaking to her, reminded me of that. It reminded me of not the commercialism, but the excitement and the community that's built. And Meredith has been a football fan since she came to Denver when she was two years old. Uh, she is exuberant. She's beautiful. She's light. And in my mind, she's Denver. Uh, Meredith, are you there with us? Yes, I am. All righty. Thank you so much for joining us and taking time out to, to share your story with us. Now, it was last week. I was sitting in the newsroom just kind of kicking back, enjoying another extremely boring day. And this uh, gentleman called me. His name is John. 
super excited about you and in who you are and what you represent, not just to the Broncos team, but as far as to me, you seem to have that spirit of Colorado. So let's back things up a little bit for the listeners. Uh, Meredith Brannon is in contention to be the Ford Hall of Fame fan for 2019. It's down to six. It's, is it down to six or have they cut it to three yet? It's down to six. We'll find out on the 28th is when um, they will narrow it down and we find out the top three who gets to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that that's... Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, so let, let me contain myself. Now, let's start from the top. Are, are you born and raised in Colorado or did you move here or... Actually, my father's retired Air Force. I moved here when I was two and I'm 45 now, so I kind of consider myself pretty much a, a native I think I qualify since I was just a little one when we came out here. Mm-hmm, I think so. I think that makes you certified. I'm pretty sure it does. Thank you. Now, how long have you been a Broncos fan? Pretty much all my life, ever since I was two. Then my 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 dad was a big time football fan, and he fell in love with the Broncos when we came out here. And it's just been kind of a family thing, where that's what we do is love the Broncos. <laughs> and and. and- I mean, and like I told you, I'm, I'm kind of new here, and I'm so, so sorry, but why the Broncos? Why are they so special? I don't know if it was because just moving to Colorado and having the Mile High Stadium and being, you know, having the, the stadium so close and being a part of the city, it's just something they latched on to. Um, and honestly, it's my parents liked them, and I was just kind of brought up loving them, and it was just exciting to watch to go to be able to go to games, see them on TV, and just see the community get really pumped up, like the entire city, the entire state, for the Broncos. It's just something that we all had in common and just kind of, it was like, brought us all together. A little birdie told me something, that there's a, a portion of your home that's dedicated to the team. Is that true? Yes, that's true. Cause actually, my daughter, she's in college now. She's actually in her senior year, and I figured... Once she moved out, I didn't take over her room. That's still her room. <laughs> but I do work from home, and I decided I spend pretty much 90% of my time here. The only time I really go out is for Bronco events. But literally the dining room, the living room, the hallway, it's all Broncos. Okay, d- d- describe a, a little bit of what you got, because I, I, I got lucky. I, I looked some, some things up on the Internet, so I got to see. But, but for the listeners at home, describe your, I don't know, tribute area to the, to the Broncos. I think that's a good way to call it a tribute area. Mm-hmm. Pretty much when you walk into the living room, it's, voila, Broncos everywhere. But I have like a little bookcase that's built in. I'm in a condo, and it's built in, and I have kind of... Fortunately, my book collection is getting smaller and smaller and smaller <laughs> because I'm adding more Bronco things. <laughs> so when I go to autograph signings, posters I get from games, um, any kind of bobbleheads, uh, barbecue sauce, King Supers always sells like plastic cups, napkins, paper towels. I've got cozies. You name it. It's all kind of taken over this little nook. Mm-hmm. It's become my Bronco's nook. What's the oldest piece of memorabilia that you have? Probably the oldest I have is a six-pack of Coke, like Mm -hmm. Coca-Cola, from 1983 to 1993, and it says the L.A. area on the box. It was something the Denver Post actually came out with, so it was a collection. So that's, that's the oldest thing I have. What's your favorite? 
Oh my god, that's hard. I know, no pressure, right? <laughs> Probably my favorite is um I do participate in the Make a Wish event every year and part of that is it's for a good foundation, but the Denver Broncos always nominate a bunch of things and a few years back I was able to get an alumni jersey where it's actually on the back says alumni and it came with over 25 autographs from alumni like past players and a couple current and that's probably my most favorite thing now let's get down to it because i know everybody's sitting at home going no i'm the biggest bronco fan (laughs) so so let's go ahead and let everybody know what distinguishes you i got this press release from like i said john gave me a call and i'm just gonna read it to you i'm not sure if you're you're familiar with it but the hall of fans will be a place of distinction for the most diehard football fans and for the mile high city they're lucky to have a fan like meredith mary brannon having lost her hair due to illness mary is most recognizable for her wig orange and blue, which she styles differently for each game. A staple at Broncos events and on social media, Mary has always helped out with food drives, rescue missions, uh, uh, crochet lap rugs for nursing homes, and she regularly volunteers for Bronco events, including Broncos trick-or-treat. So in addition to the fact that you love the team, you give back. And in addition to giving back, Long and short of it, you embody the spirit of the Bronco team that that never give up. That how did you say fight like a Bronco spirit? Um, could could you tell the listeners just just a little bit about the, some of the the struggles that you've well, I don't know overcome or or endured or or risen above or however you want to phrase it? You just always got a smile on your face, and that's just so awesome. Can you share your story with us? Yes, I can. And I'm sorry, that's the first time I heard the release. Long story short with my story, I just had a fluke reaction to a chemical and hair dye. It'll be three years ago, March. And my fan name used to be Blue for the blue wig I used to wear. But I went to the Mayo Clinic twice and several tests. It was an allergy dermatology department. And that's when I learned that not only did I have the hair dye allergy, but I also um, I could no longer wear colors on my skin. I could only wear 100% cotton and white. I now had a very severe fragrance allergy, and that's why I work, I'm able to work from home. So I'm blessed to have a job that allows me to do that. I also found out I was sensitive to the sun and to the cold, and I have a sulfite allergy. So I can't have anything with preservatives. So pretty much anything that goes in or on my body, I have to be very, very careful and watchful of what I do. And it... it it honestly, it really changed my life. And um, one of the things that the Broncos helped me with is they had a campaign a, a couple years ago when this was going on called Fight Like a Bronco. And the way I looked at it, if they could go out there and fight on the field and in our community for us as fans every day, that I could get up in every morning and fight like a Bronco because quitting was never an option. So it's just they were something that motivated me and going to events and seeing the players and Having them, they did start calling me orange and blue for my orange and blue pigtails. <laughs> and they recognized me for that, and that made me feel really special. And honestly, there was a, I went to a Shane Ray Awareness Dinner last year, and it was for his foundation, which is Ray's Awareness. And that it's a foundation that inspires kids to dream that no matter what, they can do anything. And I was there, and I, ha- I was wearing one of my little buns versus the pigtails because it was cocktail attire. Mm-hmm. And I walk up. And he's like, orange and blue, what's with that bun? Where's your picture? <laughs> and I said, well, I was trying to be professional. Yeah. This is a formal event. He's like, no, nah, you can always wear it. You're okay. <laughs> awesome. 
And just to, to back up a little bit, let's let's talk. I mean, you said you had a, an allergic reaction, and a lot of us as women, we don't really talk about the fact that quite a few of us have some hair loss related situations. And and yes. when you're growing up, you're you're taught, you know, your hair is your crown. You know, take care of your hair. You know, be a lady. It's so pretty. It's so long. Da da da. And things like that do impact quite a few of us, especially those of us who are over 40. I know I have a, right. a bit of a hair loss circumstance myself, but honestly, I do like you. I just throw a wig on. Is do what you got to do. Yeah, but it is something that, that attacks us on, on a personal, intimate level. It's not something that you can complain about because some people are like, oh, she's so vain, da-da-da-da. Right. But, but it is something that, that does hurt on the inside. So, I mean, just hearing about your story, and seeing that shine in your smile. And I'm sorry. I think he's right. I love the pigtails. They are so adorbs. <laughs> I, love I mean, them. it's one of those. I think what you said, Marie, is, is totally true. If I could go back in time, I never would have colored my hair. And it's when you see gray hair on men, it's distinguished. It can be sexy. And I just wasn't that confident in myself that I felt comfortable with the gray hair. at four, You know, what was I, 40, 44 at that time? So, but if I could go back, I never would have done it, but it was one where, what do you do? Yeah. You just make the best of it. And that was part of it too, is I do have parts of my scalp where the dye did burn it. So it wasn't growing back. And one of my other symptoms is I feel like I'm on fire 24 seven, my face and my scalp. And what I've learned is it's very difficult to put any kind of cooling cream on your scalp when you have hair. So I just keep it shaved because of the hair loss places and it's just the whole idea is just to become as comfortable as I can in my own skin now with all these new allergies it's what makes me feel the least amount of pain so that I can get up every day do my job be there for my daughter be there for my animals and just be the best me I can well I personally think you're doing a damn good job thank you thank you so much now let's get to the real question the real burning question (laughs) <laughs> if you do win, who are you taking to the Super Bowl with you? Honestly, I had to figure that out pretty quickly. <laughs> um, I did. It's it's one of those, they, before, I'm trying to remember, because honestly, this has been the longest couple months of my life, and patience has never been a strong suit of mine, but mm. I'm learning to be more patient. And I actually found out probably over a month ago that, Here's the deal. Just starting December 30th, they're going to start airing this. You can you can finally say something on social media. But I had to, at that time, give a name. And I did pick my best friend, uh, Kathy Trinidad. I've known her for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. And we've been through thick and thin together. And uh, so if it happens, she's my date. Because <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to get a line after this. You're a successful sales pro. You're making good money. So what's missing? Do you need something bigger than commissions? Salem Media Group in Denver is seeking an integrated marketing consultant who shares our sense of mission and wants to grow with a great company. We need an experienced, uncompromising self-starter who understands selling, marketing, and ad strategies for digital and broadcast. Join our team and fuel that fire in your belly as you work with existing clients and develop new business in the Denver metro. Go to SalemMedia.com slash careers for more. Now, even if you do not get to go to Super Bowl, which I, I, I hope that you do, you did get a special guest at your front door. Tell us tell us a little bit about who came to visit you and, and, and just what that was like. Oh, my God! <laughs> 
Can I come in? Best thing ever. <laughs> that whole experience was amazing. And honestly, up till that point, and I don't know if the other fans in the competition thought the same thing or were led to believe the same thing, but I honestly thought it was a national Bronco fan competition. I didn't know it was all 32 NFL teams. Mm -hmm. So the crew was actually at my house for about six hours that day, and that's why in the video I think they focused on certain things because they knew who was coming to my door, but I had no idea. So we were talking, and honestly, when I got the knock, I thought it was a neighbor. <laughs> I did not know until I opened it, and Terrell Davis was at my door <laughs> asking to come in, and I about dropped my dog. I burst into tears because yeah. I just could not believe that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and I still, it's, I still want to cry because that was just surreal. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, I just saw your face, and you're like, wait. What? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. something I look at, and, and, and you just hit on something right there. I already felt like a winner for just being nominated. Mm -hmm. But even if I don't make it as one of the top three, I will have that memory of Terrell Davis being in my living room and hanging out with me and talking to me forever. Cool. Olivia from Washington. Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna, from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha, from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Life in Colorado. Life in Colorado is... Life in Colorado to me. You want to let us know what you think of the show? Do you have a group or an issue you want us to cover? Or maybe a comment to let us know you're listening. Drop us a line at lifeincolorado at salemdenver.com. That's lifeincolorado at salemdenver.com. Now, I, also, John told me that you're really, really involved with the community side of the Broncos. Can you, you tell me a little bit about some of the programs they have and, and some of the things you help out with over there? Well, some of the things I try to do, and, I've, and I'll be honest, I've, I've just recently started volunteering for stuff, and the Broncos trick-or-treat was one of them because I've learned, even though I love to go and be a participant, with all my allergies, it's just not feasible sometimes. The Broncos trick-or-treat, as they do it every year, um, they have a kids' group called Broncos Bunch. And it's so the kids get to go through the stadium and literally through the entire stadium and trick-or-treat throughout various areas. I dressed up. I put a little orange and blue bun on either side and dressed up as Bronco Leia. So that was fun. But I also try to do – they have several – community events they do, such as the Taste of the Broncos, which that's something I go to every year. And it's actually a really fun thing because different Bronco players serve you food that 30 different vendors in Denver donate the food. And all the money from that goes to Denver Broncos Charities and the Food Bank of the Rockies. Um, and one of the other things I try to do as well is I do participate in some of player foundation events a couple times a year. Mm. I do, like, there's a Denver draft party, but it's always 
any of the money for it goes towards whatever particular player. Last year, it was for Todd Davis's foundation. Um, there's also Emmanuel Sanders Locker, where he tries to provide lockers filled with sports equipment for students at, at other schools, mm. underprivileged schools, who may not have the money to get it or couldn't per- participate in sports without it. Wow. Um, and trying to think of some other things. So I always do the Make-A-Wish event every year, specifically just because I get to get some really cool Bronco stuff, but the money goes out to help a little child get their dream. Mm-hmm. In addition to... I do try and help out with food drives when I hear about them. I have done a couple of rescue missions as far as the soup kitchen. You did mention the crocheting. Um, That's something I learned when I was seven, and that's something the Broncos and I talked about potentially for next year. We might um, do something crocheting, like have a blanket drive, get together a group of people crocheting and knitting as just kind of a way to promote it. Okay. And so once again, if you have any doubts who the number one Bronco fan is, thank you so much, so, so much for joining us. And and best of luck. Now, you said we find out when, January 27th, January 28th, when we find out? No, the the last day of voting is the 27th. And at 10 Mm a.m. on the 28th, Mm -hmm. we're supposed to get either a call or email. And that's how you find out if you are one of the top three. And the top three finalists get to go to the Super Bowl where there, one of one of them would find out who the ultimate fan is. And that person <laughs> would then get to go to Canton for the enshrinement ceremony in August <gasps> and be inducted into the Hall of Fans. <laughs> oh, <Yes. laughs> wow. Okay, well, but first it's, we're just going to focus. <laughs> focus. We just need to get you to the top three. <laughs> you can yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I'm doing a countdown. We're on 14 days. Yes. 14 days and counting. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, best of luck to you, and, and we appreciate your spirit. We appreciate you representing us, and, and best of luck on the competition. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, and I appreciate your time today. Yes, ma'am. You be blessed. I can almost see it. That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make Feels lost with no direction My faith is shaking But I, I gotta keep trying Gotta keep my There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the climb Struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking, sometimes might knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most. Yeah, just gotta keep going.
does it for our show this week. Best wishes and best of luck to Meredith Brannon. We hope, hope that she gets to go to the Super Bowl. Final three is all she needs for that, folks. Richard Robertson is the show producer. I'm Maria Oliver, and this is Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.